Hello, hello, and we are back with another one. <laughs> this is uh, uh, the first uh, Corinthians of chapter 9, where Paul, I found out he's actually a rabbi. We call him Rabbi Paul. The Revy, he is, uh, he starts off this um, with verse 1 saying, you know, I, am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Uh, are not ye my work? In the Lord. So what is what is he saying here? Right? So essentially, he's correspondence with the church in Corinth because the church in Corinth is kind of messed up a little bit, and they're having some trouble. And so uh, Rabbi Paul wanted to reach out to them and say, "Hey, what's going on? Here's some things that you might need some correction on." And they correspond back with them, like, "Dude, who are you? How how could you like? What do you? How are you giving us advice? What type of authority credibility do you have?" So you know, Rabbi Paul, he's gotta, he's gotta say his, he's gotta say his stuff. He's gotta say what type of credentials, what type of uh, person that he is. He says, "Am I not an apostle?" Meaning, you know, uh, in order to be an apostle, you, you'd have to have seen Jesus either when he died or when he rose up. I think Rabbi Paul saw him both times when he rose up, as well as five other, five hundred other folks. Now we think five hundred is a lot, right? But you look at the Mount Sinai. And Mount Sinai, or you might think it's very little, by the way, 500. And Mount Sinai, he, you know, God revealed it uh, himself to millions of folks. So you're wondering why is God choosing to show it to 500 here, where he chose millions over there uh, in, uh, on Mount Sinai. But just the same question can be asked. Why is, why is, it, why was it only, um, you know, a couple of millions? Why wasn't the entire universe was showed, shown God's uh, divine glory and presence uh, and existence? So that's a, that's a question. That's a question to be debated. I'd like to, I'd like to know that myself. But uh, essentially he's saying, am I not free? Do I have the freedom? Uh, are you not my work in the Lord? I mean, he kind of founded the churches over there. So it's like, you're kind of my evidence of, of who I am. You're the evidence, your existence, because I founded you guys. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this... this this book talks a little bit about freedom and guarding what we do. And essentially, uh, it, it's saying that our love for others can be a guard for what we do. That love governs our actions. Uh, and it doesn't matter exactly if what you're doing is right or wrong. But through our love for other people, we can, we can see what we're, what we're doing. And, and notice if it's going to affect the other person in a negative or positive manner or hurt the conscious in any sort of way. So we have the liberty to, to, to be free and to do stuff. But we don't, always, we, we, don't, we don't always have to exercise those rights or liberties. So, for example, I have a friend who is a vegan. And, uh, you know, I I'm not sure if it's a vegan by health choice or by ethical choice, meaning that they don't really like the killing of animals, but let's just say it's the ethical choice, like they think that animal killing is wrong. Now would I bring a burger to this person and eat the burger right in front of them? I could, <laughs> and it might even be fun to do, <laughs> but I shouldn't. I shouldn't because it's, uh, it wouldn't be loving to the other person, it might hurt their conscience, and it would definitely hurt our, you know, the relationship, me and this other person. Right, uh, I, I the same friend is actually allergic to chocolate, <laughs> and and so I 
I shouldn't be eating a bunch of chocolate in front of the other person. That wouldn't be right. Of course, the person is very carefree and very cool about it all, everything. But, you know, you have, to, you have to watch out for your brothers and sisters. You have to be um, showing that love. I means sometimes withholding from yourself, even if you have the freedom to do something you, you decide not to. I'll give you another example of, uh, of Rabbi Mike. I, uh, I was sitting next to him. It was during a Shabbat, you know, during a Shabbos. And I, I, uh, I opened a setter and I closed it and I put it on its face down. And Robert Mike took it and turned it upwards. And he didn't, he didn't say anything to me. He just did that. Now, that was indicating to me that he didn't find it right for the setter book to be on its face. So what do I do now? I put it face up. And I don't put it face down anymore. And just, that's just a conscious way of thinking because of uh, Robert Mike it feels a certain way about it. The same way, you know, I, I've met Christian folks who... Uh, don't like when the Bible is put on the ground or when uh, the Bible is put underneath other books. And so their conscience is bothered by that fact. So in my love to them, even though I don't um, think that, that there's anything wrong with it at all, um, I, I do those things, especially in their presence, because they, are, um, because they feel a certain way about it. The same way with, with God, right? I, a lot of from folks, meaning people who are more religious, more following and observant, right? More from folks wear, uh, pardon me, don't wear, they, um, they, they put GD or G-D for God. And so sometimes, and I'm getting more into the habit of it, I put G and D, just GD or G-D. Just if those, you know, um, those from folks see it, from being F-R-U-M, would, they would be, like, cool with it. So, anyway, that's uh, way past five minutes. That's six minutes there, and uh, that's part one. Shalom. May this podcast bring glory and delight to our creator and solid rock of the universe. Thank you for listening, and I hope that you enjoyed it. And if so, subscribe, share, Check out my other love, connection, and growth hotspots via the links in the description. Until then, lehitraot. Later. Hey, I like you. You want to know why? First, you're taking the time out of your busy, busy day to have a listen, to learn, and to grow. So please know that my desire is to edify and build you up and add value to your life. So... If you'd like to be involved and if you'd like to support me, Chazi, donate. Check the description. Share and tell people about this podcast. And keep on listening.